Praise the Lord. Good to see everyone in the house of the Lord. Would y'all like some good news? Yeah. Amen. All this COVID going around, I could use a little good news every now and then. We have a treat today. And when I say a treat, all my mind goes to every, every day I come home, I pull in my garage after a day's work. I got two dogs, Mercy and Gracie, and they meet me at my car door and for a treat. They know every day I'm going to give them a treat, and it's a big deal in their life. And uh, so I've got a treat for Return Church today. And uh, we got Brother Stephen Beatty going to share the Word of God with us today. Amen. Amen. And uh, if you don't know much about Stephen, he was a missionary for years. He and his wife even ran an orphanage down in Mexico. And they're just wonderful people. And if you get to know him, the first thing you're going to learn is that he's very smart, very smart man. You get to know him a little better, you realize he has a great love for the Word of God and a personal relationship with Jesus. So he's the real deal, and it's my honor and privilege and pleasure to introduce to you our speaker today, Brother Stephen Beatty. Give the Lord a big, big hand clap as he comes. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Bill. It's such a privilege to be here. Uh, this guy's not so shabby himself. <laughs> I have, uh, they kind of snuck up on me with the, the set list today. <clears throat> you know, the songs, they become like friends to you. Those songs that we were singing, I have such wonderful memories, especially the uh, uh, the one, the Kim Walker song, He Loves Us, Oh How He Loves Us, and while we were singing, I don't know if you had this experience, but maybe, maybe being a musician, but good music transports you. It takes you someplace, right? It's a journey. And um, I used to listen to that song in Mexico. <laughs> and I used to get up in the mornings and I would go and walk uh, down this beautiful, Reverend Hudson's been there, is that a beautiful place or what? On the side of a mountain in Nicaxa, Puebla, we, we were the directors of an orphanage. Uh, my wife was actually, I just worked there, that was always a joke. <laughs> she did all the heavy lifting. but. Um, I would get up in the mornings and I would take a round, go down this mountain, and then go through this beautiful forest of ferns, and um, it's high elevation there, so it's like a rainforest with a lot of pine trees, but then it's tropical too. And I remember listening to that song and communing with him in the low place, in the, in, in the distant place and how that would touch my heart. And it just made me so grateful that once again I have the opportunity to share the Word of God in a pulpit. It's such a privilege. And I also get the opportunity to preach out of Philippians, which is, you know, the coffee cup scriptures, 
bumper sticker scriptures. I mean, it, it is a great, great privilege. And my mind was drawn right to Philippians 2.5 when Pastor Chad asked me to speak. And you know, I've had the privilege of getting to know Pastor Chad and his wife, Reverend Hudson. You are in good hands. You are in good hands, amen? These men know their Bibles. I remember years ago, I was sitting next to Reverend Hudson. I'm sorry, that's an old habit. Pastor Bill, <laughs> he'll always be Reverend Hudson to me, but okay, Pastor Bill. And, um, <laughs> and his Bible was marked on every page. And we were at a, a, a convention and he, he did something and all those pages fell out of his Bible. I don't know if you probably don't even remember that, but, and I looked at every single one of those pages, front and back, were marked all the way through. I'm talking about Habakkuk. <laughs> Malachi, Malachi. I'm talking about minor prophets, the Pentateuch, the whole thing was marked. So that's a man that loves the word of God and we are in good hands and I'm grateful to be in this place, amen? I'd like to talk a little bit about the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, Philippians 2.5, that was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of man, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that the Lord, that he is the Lord. Uh, every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth and things under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. The great hymn of Christ. And what I see in that, the mind of Christ, are three R's that we're gonna to get to. Relationship, restriction, and reward. Which is the walk. He says, let this mind be in us. And I was looking at that word, that word, let this mind. Let me look at the time here. I don't want to make up for six months of preaching. <laughs> okay, it's one or two. And that word in the Greek is phroneo. Have this mind in you. Be intent within yourselves on this. Some habit of thought expressed by deeds and exists in one. Let this mind be in you. This is a habit of thought. This is an intentional, intentional lifestyle that we have to engage in. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We have this mind by gift, but we have to allow it to be in us through a habit-forming life, a life of intention, a life of discipline. Nobody achieves anything in this kingdom or God's kingdom without intention or discipline. 
A great lady told me one time that greatness is just a relentless pursuit of one thing for a long period of time. It has nothing to do with the talent of the person involved, very little. The relentless pursuit of one thing for a long period of time is greatness. But we live in a drive-through society, instant gratification. The world knows that if you live for the sweet taste in your mouth, you're never going to achieve anything. If you cannot delay gratification, you're never going to achieve anything in business, in life, and in your walk with God. That's not legalism. That is reality. To live an intentional life, to let this mind be in us, a habit of thought expressed by deeds. See, what makes us miserable is when our ideals don't match our deeds. The reason many of us are miserable is we know what we ought to do, but we don't do it. And we become hypocrites. See, Jesus, show me one time where Jesus criticized the Pharisees for loving the law. He criticized them for being hypocrites. He criticized them because they didn't love the law. They didn't love the law of God. He said, you make men walk through doors that you won't walk through yourselves. You travel the whole world just to make one convert more worthy of hell than yourselves. Because you don't love me, you manipulate religion to serve your own purposes. Let this mind be in you. And you know what this mind will do? It will give you a relationship that leads to restrictions that will give you a reward. Three R's. I thought that was clever. Can I get an amen? amen. It starts with a relationship. Sanctification is restriction so he can give us the reward a life without restrictions is chaos you understand but if your restrictions are based what is religion it's the search for God that's what religion is I'm gonna do all of these things so I can find God the gospel is God came to us established a relationship with us and out of that love and that mind in us that will naturally restrict us so we can have the reward which is him he he is the reward he is the reward. Relationship. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He, in other words, he didn't throw that in anyone's face that I'm God. In fact, he told his disciples, don't tell anybody. Let them meet me first. 
Then he comes and he leaves because of his relationship. God became man because of his intense love and desire for us. We just sang about it. He restricted himself within the body of a man. Fully man, but fully God. And he walked and died a criminal's death, restricting himself. Why? Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. See, religion teaches you to restrict yourself so you can find God. But the gospel teaches us we have found him and have everything and that desire to have more of him causes us to restrict ourselves. Like Yoda said, don't do be. <laughs> Young Skywalker, it's not about doing. <laughs> it's about being. It's about being. And this same mind in him that restricted, that out of this love relationship that he had, before I was formed, wisdom, him, the son, I, I, his delight was with us. His delight was in the father. And out of that love and out of that relationship, he leaves the throne. He comes down, takes on the form of a man, becomes a little less than an angel. And begins a life of restriction, swaddling clothes, diapers, the whole works. So he can redeem us and get an even greater reward, which is a relationship. If I can leave you with one thought today. I was watching Ernie Johnson Jr., EJ. He was given a speech to, I think it was Alabama. How many of you know who EJ is? He's, you probably don't. I didn't even remember his name. He's one of the commentators that does on TNT, um, NBA. He's with, how many of y'all heard of Shaq? How many of y'all have heard of Charles Barkley? Come on, more of you have heard of Shaquille O'Neal than, <laughs> he's on your pizza boxes for goodness sakes. And he was speaking, he said, I get to do what I have. I don't got to do it. He lives a get-to life. He doesn't leave, live a got-to life. See, my problem comes from an attitude of entitlement, thinking that I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Well, I've got to do, and you will never, ever be satisfied or happy if you have a got-to mentality. I get to preach this morning, and it's a high and holy privilege to stand in this pulpit. I get to go to work. I get to provide for my family. The minute I start thinking, well, I got to do this, and I got to do that. And you know what he said, EJ said? Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Nobody cares about me. But I get to be with Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. I get to make them look better. 
I get to support them. I don't know if he's a Christian, but that sounds a lot like the mind of Christ, doesn't it? I get. And, but here's where he was wrong, folks. He was telling all these privileged athletes that for Alabama who, trust me, they're getting to play for Alabama. Have you ever seen their installations there? No, I'm serious. Look it up. No, it's, it's Club Med. It's $5,000 a night Club Med, what they get to live and work in. Free education. Well, I got to go. I got to, got to. There's a lot of got to's there too. But what he was telling them was, well, if you do the got to's long enough, you'll get to. No. The reason he is a get to guy is because he's always been a get to guy. I went back and researched it. He was cut. He was. He always. He, humility, humble beginnings, but he always had a good attitude. He was getting to be a play-by-play announcer at a small university. He was getting to do this. He was getting to do that. Do you see how that changes your mindset? We don't got to go. That's what religion, you've got to go to church. You've got to pray. I get to pray every morning. See, when I was a got-to Christian, it was miserable. It was a weight. It was a burden. I've got to get up and pray so God will love me. i got to do this. i got to do that. i got to. i got to. Then one day it dawned on me, I get to. I get to. i tell you what prayer used to be for me, like climbing Mount Everest and flip-flops. You know, you go, Lord, Jesus, 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 Lord, 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 Jesus, 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 Jesus. What a conversation that was for him. Can you imagine me going up, Bill, 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 Pastor, 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 Bill, Pastor, 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 Bill, 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 Pastor, 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 Reverend, 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 Bill, 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 Reverend, 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 Businessman, 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 Businessman. Anybody ever prayed like that? Because you're doing a got to, you're not doing a get to. This is going to sound crazy. Now I get to get up and pray in the morning. And it's my most peaceful, amazing time of the day. And I have no idea what's going to happen when I get there. But he's there. And I'm entering into a relationship with him. And that's all that matters. If we could just figure that out. That's all that matters. One time, I, you know, I go down there, and this is the truth. I felt the Lord say, because I got my guitars in, you're all going to be suspicious about this, just take my word for it. I just don't go down there, honey, and play guitar every morning, because it's too early anyway. I'm like, mm. But I felt him, him urging me just to play the guitar, so I play the guitar. And I felt him supping with me. I felt him connecting like he was enjoying me.
that my eyes were on him. Boy, if you can get out of the got to and figure out that you get to, what a different life. And I'm preaching it. My family's thinking, man, why don't you start? <clears throat> you know why we're connecting this morning? Because this is exactly what the Lord is after in me. I'm so full of got to's. And the horrible thing is, you will never, ever get beyond it. You'll be all these brats that we see that make $10 million a year that aren't happy because, you know, they, wanted, they didn't make enough money and they want to go coach here because blah, 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 blah. Because they've forgotten that they get. Not all of them, but some have. That they get to. Brevity's the soul of wit. Let this mind be in you. So, <clears throat> back to my story about Ernie Johnson, who gets to make other people look good for a living, and it's gotten him to the very pinnacle of success. We go in last night, and this was the Lord. I'm telling you this, the Lord, if you will listen, he will lead you and guide you. He will show you. He's constantly talking to you if you will listen. I know everybody picks on the church of Laodicea, but it says that he was standing outside the door knocking, and if anybody would answer, he would come in and sup with them. The whole problem is he wasn't in the house with them. Answer the door. Involve him in your life. Just answer the door. He's there knocking. He is there patiently waiting for you to let him into your world, and he will transform your world. If you just let him, let this mind, just let him. So we were out last night and we decided we had some time and, and we went to get a, a coffee and we were over in, in whatever it is, Jeffersonville, Charlestown, you know, this curious thing where we just let one part of a city go to pot and we just rebuild it somewhere else. <laughs> this, this has to be just an American phenomenon. So we'll just let the whole heart of Jeffersonville go to pot for some reason. Then we'll just rebuild Jeffersonville four miles down the road. So in whatever that big monstrosity thing is there that they're building, I don't know if it's Charlestown, Jeffersonville, whatever it is, we go into Kroger. <clears throat> and there's this lady there who's got her mask on, and we're waiting in line, and she's at the Starbucks all by herself. And she starts to engage with us. And it's taken a long time for people to get served. And she's by, I don't know if you, you know that they're in the Kroger, but she's by herself. And so she's having to take the orders. And then she's having to prepare the coffee. And then she's having to run back. So she is nonstop going. And I said, man, it must be horrible to be here by yourself. Oh, no, it's wonderful. I'm so grateful. I'm so happy to be here. What's your name? Oh, Mr. Steve. Oh, your daughter. Oh, she's beautiful. What's your name, Miss Victoria? Oh, I love Victoria's. See, not just Ernie. You understand? Not just a TNT. When you have your heart in a get-to mindset, you can be the only person at the Starbucks counter. And she poured into me. I left that place going, wow, what a wretch I am. I've got a great job, a great business, a great family, great everything. And how many days of the week is it just got to, got to, got to? And I know that was the Lord. She was probably an angel. She probably disappeared after we left her. Maybe she went... <laughs> 
<laughs> or maybe she just went back to being nasty. God was just trying to teach her. <laughs> Probably what it was. After we left, she's like, what do you want? <laughs> like the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. How many of you want to be get to? Do you realize you have the opportunity? You have the opportunity to have the same mind in you that can give you the most... Un Paul said, and I'll just finish with this here, Philippians 4.11. I'm just going to read this out of the NLT. I know it's probably heresy for some people. I can understand it better. That's okay. All right. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I have now, I, ha I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Let's take that coffee, scrub, uh, coffee cup scripture back. Let's take that athlete when they're successful and win something using that scripture back. That's not what it was meant for, that I could be, you know, a Super Bowl champion. No, he's saying that I have learned that in suffering, that in any situation, I can be content because I have a relationship. But don't be afraid when the Lord comes. We read that he's jealous and he starts to restrict your life. You know what holiness is? Holiness means to be set apart for a unique calling. A lot of us aren't walking in our callings because we're not willing to be set apart and used by God. He isn't going to be your coffee cup and a spittoon at the same time. You with me? That's not legalism. He wants to call you out and set you apart that you can live a wildly, radically different, distinct lifestyle that you can become that oddball person that forgives enemies, that makes his name famous, that moves on, that is, that is, happy, that is happy behind a coffee counter by herself on a Saturday evening. He wants you to make him famous and then you will get the greater reward. And what is the reward? More of him, the author and the finisher of our faith. I love you guys. It's been such a privilege to be here. Why don't we just stand? I really feel, I tell you, Elaine, you need to preach sometime too. <laughs> I tell you what, she got me fired up. But why don't we just stand and decide right now, who wants to be a get-to Christian? Who wants to flip this script around and say, I get to, if, if, if suffering comes my way, if difficulties come my way, I get to make his name famous by being the one person that says, to God be the glory. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. I love you guys. Um, who do I turn it over to?